If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's new website. It has a whole new look and added features like Chakra of the Month and a live Twitter feed. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article in response to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. or good afternoon, actually. Well, yeah, it's just a little after good morning, but it is officially good afternoon. Welcome to the Remanu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle on Thursday, and Thursday is the day that I interview guests, and we get to hear what they have to say and have them answer callers' questions, which is always a pleasure, wonderful insight, um, a joy for me, and I, I think for our listeners, too, to have somebody else's perspective, not just my own. And today we have Christopher Renstrom. He is an astrologer and an author of the book Ruling Planets. Um, he, You based, actually, Christopher, welcome to the show. Are you there? Oh, yeah. There we are. Sorry, I couldn't hear you for a second. You based your website on the title of the book, Ruling Planets. Yes, actually, uh, well, because what it is is that in astrology, it's not so much the zodiac sign but the ruling planet that you follow through the sky. And so um, basically my website, rulingplanets.com, is the sort of place that you can go to see what's up with your ruling planet in the sky, where it is right now and how it's affecting you. And it also gives you day-by-day, week-by-week, month-by-month predictions. Yeah, I love it, actually. And and you also Thank do, you. you're welcome, you do fun things about celebrities, and I follow you on Twitter, so I get to find out <laughs> Yay. who's on what planet from tw- from Twitter. And you're, you were recently talking about Oprah Winfrey, so we'll talk about that in just a moment. But your, your book was first published by HarperCollins in 2002. It sold over 50,000 copies. Congratulations. That's great. Thank you very much. Yeah. And you've been a practicing um, astrologer since 1985. <laughs> Yes, since the dawn of civilization. <laughs> and then um, you created the horoscope column for Allure magazine. Uh-huh. And you do horoscope readings now for the San Francisco Chronicle, sfgate.com. That's their inter that's their internet uh, uh, counterpart. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And you've carried um we're carried on Verizon Sprint, Alltel, and conceived and developed Astrologer for Lifetime dot com as well. Exactly, for lifetime dot com and it's also carried by um uh, Utah's number one alternative paper, the Catholic oh, magazine. Oh, fun! Because yeah. that's where you live. You live in Utah. Yes, I do. So exciting! All surrounded by all those beautiful mountains. I call it the Rocky Mountain Stonehenge. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> yes, I do. It's such a beautiful. I mean, you you get here, and the energy is so extraordinary, and it just pours out all over, and and it's just a, a beautiful, beautiful place to live. Oh my gosh! Well, maybe someday I'll get to come visit you there. Yes, you have to. Yeah, or maybe you'll come to Seattle. Okay, 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a done <laughs> we'll do deal. James. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really great. And then, of course, you're a regular guest on radio and television, and you lecture around the country, and you teach classes. You just yes, taught I a do. class recently, didn't you? Or you have one coming up? Um, I've got one that's coming up, and uh, it's, I, I've been very fortunate, knock on wood, that a lot of people love to learn astrology, and so I've been able to fill my classes. And, uh, I have an upcoming lecture actually in San Francisco at the end of uh, July that will be all on the modern planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. So if you're in uh, San Francisco during that time, it would be great uh, for you or for everyone to stop on by and, and, and is that an ast- Is that an astrological conference, actually? Yes, it is. Yeah, because yes, you're going to be a speaker there. I'm going to be a speaker there, and then I'm a speaker in Florida in September. Oh. And then um, what I'm also very privileged with is I'm going to be at the uh, New Orleans 2012 um, international conference. Oh, I think I want to go to that one. That's going to be fun. Come on, it's new. I Orleans. think I will. I know I've never yeah. been there. I, I I actually think I will. I mean, the San Francisco one. I just don't think I can fit in my schedule. But I'm pretty sure the New Orleans. I can. I'll have Alyssa take care of it. <laughs> That'll be so much fun. And we'll go and, and and discover the restaurants in the town together. Yeah, listen to jazz music. Great. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I'm so excited. Okay. So, um, you know, as an Aries, of course, because we're so self-involved. <laughs> you know, no, you're not. <laughs> you're so sweet. <laughs> of course, Uranus. You know, this whole thing about Uranus and. And then I think about what's happening in the Middle East, and I'm just curious, is that somehow connected? Uh, it, well, I, um, for those of uh, your listeners who are uh, interested in a more in-depth thing, actually, I did a blog entry called uh, What's Going On oh. uh, like with the Stars or something like that, so they can go to the website and get a sort of more in-depth Sorry, I version. missed that. i got to get back on that website today. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, yes, no, it's very... Uh, we have what I've called astrology's perfect storm, <laughs> and it just uh, really brought in everything, not only with the Middle East, uh, but also particularly with Japan. So oh. all of those things were really uh, triggered in what can what we describe as a sort of domino effect with all of the uh, planets. But yes, definitely what's going on in the Middle East uh, is very, very strong. It's all triggered um, with the lunar eclipse. Mm. Uh, that took place on December 21st, mm. and it affected all um, children of Mercury. Oh. Uh, in other words, the lunar eclipse was in Gemini, and because of certain configurations that would be a little tedious to go into right now, it basically affected everyone born at the latter degrees of Gemini and Virgo. <clears throat> oh, and wow. If you, it, it gets intriguing because if you look at all the Middle East leaders who have been affected, they're all born in the last degrees of Gemini and Virgo. Oh, my gosh. That You know, I, I was married to a Middle Eastern man for two decades, as, as you know. And, yeah. and so I've always had hope, at least for the first 10 years of my marriage, I always had hope that the Middle East would change. And he's from Iran, and we know what happened to Iran. And, right. and of course, nothing happened, and nothing got better. Things only got worse from my perspective. So when I was right. on vacation, and I'm watching all of these things unfold, I'm like, wow. I mean, it's been a slow process, but I'm, I'm actually really impressed and, and um, amazed that people, even in their normal hardships or challenges of life, are wanting to make things better. And, and it's very impressive. Well, lunar eclipses rule over the populace. Mm. Solar eclipses always deal with the head of state, and Mm. the lunar eclipse will always deal with the mass populace. And um, the eclipse uh, affected, oh, the first president of that, uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the country. He was a Virgo. Oh, wow. Then um, 
Mubarak comes under the Uranus. He was born with Uranus and Aries, and it's a Uranus-return wow. revolution and change that takes him out. Uh, Qaddafi is born in the latter degrees of uh, Gemini. Yeah, I think his Syrian... days are numbered. Oh, very. And the... <laughs> well, as are the Syrian presidents. I oh mean, my gosh! In the latter, in the last days of Virgo, oh, so my they've gosh. all fallen under this. What I thought was actually fascinating was that the lunar eclipse on December twenty-first. Uh, takes place on the 22nd year anniversary of the Lockerbie bombing, which is what connected Qaddafi to terrorism and has actually come sort of full circle. Yeah, um, he's going to be leaving. I was surprised when, you know, his country started to revolt against him or parts of his, you know, some people in his country. But yeah, his days are numbered energetically. I'm like, he's done. He's he's out of there. Oh, oh, he's very way done. <laughs> I don't think that little, that picture of him carrying around the umbrella on the car is going to do much good. <laughs> wow, it's so fascinating. But, oh, yeah. I mean, when you see these things take place, you know, the, a lot of astrology is, is history. You have to sort mm. of say, okay, one of these patterns taken place before, what's this connected to? And so a lot of times, actually, what we astrologers do is that we study history. We go back 10 years, 20 years, 40 years, you know, even longer to sort of see these cycles. And then we have to note them, and then we have to go through all of this information and prioritize. And um, so, you know, basically people who are astrologers, more often than not, are great lovers of history, but you have to have a lot of patience to sort of sit these things out and and to see where they're going. Oh, I just think it's fascinating, especially since you linked Gemini eclipses, or eclipses in... Right, Gemini, because we're just finishing the Capricorn Virgo kind of connection, I believe. The Capricorn Cancer. Oh, Cancer. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I know it gets really kind. Of, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just so glad we're we're talking to a professional here on the air. <laughs> you I were so able to follow that. it. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, eclipses will always link the two signs that are opposite each other. Oh, because oh. you have a solar eclipse, which is a new moon. The the sun and the moon are at the same spot. Solar eclipses rule over public figures. And then you have a lunar eclipse, which is a full moon. So you have the sun in one sign, and then the moon will be 180 degrees or six signs away on the zodiacal wheel, and that will be the full moon. So the pairings are always linked in eclipses. If you have an eclipse in Cancer, for instance, it will automatically invoke Capricorn. Mm. Or if you have an eclipse in Gemini, it will automatically invoke Sagittarius. Oh, well, that's just fascinating. Now I understand it even more. Now I'll pay attention, a whole lot more attention to... Because <laughs> there's a quiz, no. Yeah, exactly. I, I like quizzes, you know. I'll take it. I'll take it. That sounds like fun. That's wonderful. And then um, before we go to callers, and Eric will be happy to hand out the phone number again, because, you know, people who get to call in today are very blessed to get a reading from you or ask a question and get some answers. Well, you're... I'm blessed to be being asked a question. That's a very special And that's what I love about people who come on the show and who are readers who love to answer questions. And I just, what a blessing. Thank you so much. But I just want to know, how's Oprah going to be? You know, because yesterday was her last day, I believe. I don't have cable anymore, so I don't watch regular television. (laughs) But... Oprah is going to become even bigger than <gasps> Oprah was before. You're kidding. Wow. <laughs> she is born under Aquarius, and, and her ruling planet is Uranus and Saturn. And, oh, my gosh. And Uranus and so, is, yeah, oh, my gosh. Uranus is named after the Greek god Oranos, which, uh, which means starry night. Uh, or heavenly vault. So it's not just one star, it's an entire galaxy. And I think 
uh, she's just going to become even larger than than she has been before. I mean, she's an extraordinary influence in our culture. And, um, you know, with her starting this uh, television station or, or really entire network, you know, network. I yeah. mean, I, I think we're seeing the first time first person since Walt Disney, you know, sort wow. of open the pole and become this, you know, rather very, very large broadcasting uh, multimedia empire. Wow. Oh, that's such good news because I love her. She's one of my favorite people. Oh, yeah. I think she's done a lot to positively change our world and open she our eyes. Done, she has. She's an extraordinary influence. She and, really is. Yeah, she's yeah, amazing. Yeah. And she's so honest about her own life, which is kind of scary. I mean, I'm not even that honest. You know? well, I, mean, I don't share that much. Yeah. Aquarians have a tendency to be very transparent. Oh. <laughs> they, they actually really believe that their life uh, is an example, oh. you know, that they, they really take the... Um, the role model responsibility very, very seriously, and they really feel like their lives serve as an example. Well, and, um, that totally makes sense. My oldest daughter is so much like that, and she's an yeah. Aquarius, and she's so much like that. Overly responsible, actually. Oh, yeah. But we're glad she was the firstborn, because, you know, that <laughs> was helpful. <laughs> yeah. Well, Christopher, we're going to take a break here on the show. We have people calling in. We're just waiting for you to look at their charts, but we're going to take a break here on the show. And Eric, you wanted to hand out those phone numbers? Absolutely. If you'd like to call in today, you can at 425-373- 5527. That's 425 373 5527 or toll free 877 825 8828. That's 877 825 8828. And what information will we need to get from the callers, by the way? So, Christopher, date, time, what? and place. Well, the, the time isn't necessary. Oh. What would be is the birth day and year and the question. Birth, right. okay, day and year and question. Wonderful. Thank you, Christopher. We'll be right back. ever wondered who you were in a past life? Did you know that our past lives play a pivotal role in who we are today? Well, come learn about your past lives at Marie's Past Life Integration Workshop, Saturday, July 23rd, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Courtyard by Marriott on Lake Union. In this day-long interactive workshop, Marie will share her interpretation of your past lives and offer healing techniques to serve as a catalyst for positive change in this lifetime. Sign up online at energyintuitive.com or call Marie's office at 425-825-5671 to register. Hi, I'm Lauren Archer. I'm a hypnotherapist that helps people change their energy by changing their mind. And I'm Lorelai Spiegelman, and I am an energy healer who helps people change their mind by changing their energy. Together, we're the Soul Sirens of Seattle, and we invite you to join us on our show, Inner Spirit Medicine, Mondays at 3, right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. To find out more about us, join us at our website at soulsirens.tv. The Healing from Within, Supporting a Healthy Brain DVD is now available for purchase. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt's third DVD covers the human brain in its entirety. They describe the brain as being a universe filled with multi-sensory abilities. Learn why neurotransmitters and serotonin levels can affect your mood. Gain knowledge about what vitamins and minerals are imperative to healthy aging. 
exercises, and meditations are included. If you haven't picked up your copy of the first two DVDs on detoxification or heart health, they're available online at www.energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new Astrology Hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. 1150KKNW.com. It's why they invented the Internet. We think. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It's Thursday, so I have a guest. Yay! And I have Christopher Renstrom, author and astrologer. He's calling from Utah, and you teach other places, just like you're going to be in San Francisco soon, and then... Exactly. Looks like I'm going to be joining you in New Orleans next year. I know, for the party. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. I won't be taking off my shirt. I mean, because that's what I always equate it to. Yeah, well, you, know? <laughs> you know, the Mardi Gras and the beads and all of that. Because I try to do that in Mexico. I'm like, okay, this isn't even New Orleans and it's Mexico. And they're, you know, anyway, that's a long story. When I took my kids there on vacation, long story. <laughs> yeah, long story. So, it, and you're very funny. You bring out my own humor. So I so appreciate your energy. It's lovely. Uh, same here. You're welcome. So, Eric, um, who do we have? Oh, we've got several callers on the line. We'll start with Nicole calling now from Seattle. Hey, Nicole. Hi. Hi. Oh. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Do you have a question for Christopher? Yes, I do. Um, thank you, Christopher. Um, thank so you, Nicole. I have a question about the, the ruler of my chart. Um I know that I'm a, a Capricorn, so Saturn rules it, but I'm also curious about Pluto, because Pluto's in my first house, and I know Pluto's over my son right now, but I was wondering if you could tell me more about the role of Pluto in my chart. Sure. Um, Pluto is a very powerful planet. It is still a planet in astrology, despite everyone's best efforts to demote <laughs> it. It is still considered a planet by us astrologers. Uh, Pluto is an extremely powerful planet, and it's also a very slow-moving one. In astrology, Pluto is the planet of ordeals, okay, and the transformations that arise from them. Uh, in other words, it is a heavy type of planet. Uh, some astrologers try to lighten it up, but it, it, it can be pretty heavy. Um, what's nice about where you're describing Pluto in your chart and being a Capricorn, it's going to match your temperament. In other words, you're going to naturally be a very serious and very profound and very in-depth personality anyway. So Pluto here is going to actually work with you. It's going to work in agreement with your temperament and uh, give you that kind of intensity and that kind of focus uh, that, that comes along with having that planet very, very strong in your, in your chart. Um, it is named after the Roman god of the underworld. So Pluto rules over, well, things that are buried underneath the ground, like, like bodies and cemeteries and things <laughs> like that. But Pluto mm-hmm. also, it also rules over seeds, because um, that's where we plant things uh, underground, mm-hmm. and they come up again, you know, in the spring. But perhaps 
some of the more important things to keep in mind about Pluto is that it's where we get our word plutocracy, uh, meaning wealth, the wealthy class. And indeed, riches are connected to uh, the underworld and to Pluto. Gold, silver, uh, precious metals, oil, all comes from under the ground, underneath the earth. So when you have very strong Pluto like you do in your chart, it's going to signify a couple of different things. Uh, First of all, your need to know the uh, mysteries behind the secrets. Okay, You're going to delve into things. You're going to dig and you're going to excavate. Uh, you will not um, accept surface answers or, or, or pat solutions. You will dig around for what lies underneath all of that. Uh, one sees Pluto very strongly um, in the healing and transformative professions, as well as in high, fi- high finance. Um, you also see, oh, I have seen Pluto show up a lot with archiving work and with investigative reporting. Um, and I've also seen Pluto show up a lot in the charts of people who've gone through sort of life-or-death sorts of situations. Also, with the position right there, the mother should be very strong in your life as well. Um, I don't know whether a positive or a negative figure, but certainly the idea of the mother is, is very strong uh, for you. Uh, does any of that make any sense? Yes, it does. I think so. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And Nicole, I actually know who she is and she does work in the <laughs> healing arts and, you know, and things are just really growing and expanding for you right now. Yes, well, especially as we get into July when Pluto oh. forms a trine to Jupiter uh-huh. and yeah. <laughs> Lovely. If, uh, if you're in business right now or, or uh, maybe adding another stage or another uh, whatever wing to your business, this would be the time to do it. Um, Excellent. A lot of money and, and financing would be available during that period. Wonderful. Yeah. Good Excellent. news. Good news, good, Nicole. Good. Can I make one more comment? Okay, quickly. Time? Quickly. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, Tiger Woods, is, this chart <laughs> is like almost exactly like mine. Yes, you both it, have your ruling planet Saturn and Leo. Yeah. Okay. So um, when people are so similar, they can just be really different too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Or you might want to hide all those uh, phone call links on your, on your Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. You are <laughs> so right. funny. You are so funny. Because I think personalities have to do with also upbringing and when wounds are created. And, you know, because that's mm-hmm. a big part, you know, just because we're, we have similar zodiac doesn't mean that we have healed the same way or have been wounded the same way. Well, it also right. depends on the time of day. For instance, the rising signs mm. can be very different. Oh, true. There's, there's sex. The way it's going to play in a man's chart is different from a woman's mm. society. Where are you born? Is it Seattle or is it Iran? You know, yeah. I mean, all those contexts and settings are absolutely taken into account with the horoscope as well. Fascinating. That was. I'm glad you brought that up, Nicole. That was great. Really interesting. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you so much. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Bye bye. Right, you have a great day. You too. Bye bye. All right. Let's talk to Marjorie now, calling from Seattle. Hey, Marjorie. Hi, Marie. Hi, Christopher. Hey, Marjorie, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, thanks. That's good. Hey, I was wondering if there was any good times coming that would bring um, something joyful to my life, like love, money, anything good coming down the pike. Okay, and uh, let's see. Let's see what I have here. Anything good coming down the pike. Let me ask you, have you just been through um, maybe an eventful six or eight weeks? 
no, not really. Okay, there haven't been any sort of dramatic changes or anything like that in terms of... No, just still doldrums. Just, hmm? Just continuing doldrums. Just continuing doldrums. Okay. <laughs> um, well, the thing is, uh, what I'm looking at here uh, is a ruling planet in uh, the astrological sign of Aries. Aries has gotten a lot of uh, airplay. Yeah, upstairs. a lot of activity lately. Yeah, up, upstairs in the heavens lately. Um, so my idea would be that perhaps you might be in a situation where you are tying up old business, um, and 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 that might feel a bit tedious or a bit like the, you know more of the same or or something along those lines. But what I would actually be looking forward to is the entrance of Jupiter into your uh, zodiac sign. You're, you're born in May. Am I, am I right, Marjorie? Right. Okay, right. You would have uh, Jupiter entering your zodiac sign on June 4th. Um, and what this may do is a couple of different things. First of all, it may bring some stability to what has been uh, maybe some questionable uh, situations for yourself, either, either financially or health-wise. Um, the other thing is that it would be expanding your feeling of confidence in yourself and uh, in your life. And the other thing is if you've experienced perhaps in the last year, year and a half, a lot of things sort of beginning fizzling out, beginning fizzling out, beginning fizzling out. You know, in other words, there's a lead or an invitation or an opportunity, but it doesn't seem to go anywhere and it disappears and it's like, huh, what's up with that? You know, if that's been your experience for the last year, year and a half, what you may actually be experiencing after June 4th is, is a lead, an opportunity or an invite actually working out. It, it, it comes through, you're like, mm, I hope it, and then it's like, oh wow, it's really going somewhere. And then, and then it, it, it takes you forward uh, into your life. But I do have to ask you something, which is, um, are there, uh, is there a very strong sense of being very obligated um, to, to other people, maybe particularly loved ones right now, where you're carrying a very, uh, str- uh, very heavy responsibility or, or obligation? I know that sounds a little judgmental, but it's the best I can do with my adjectives. <laughs> it has been in the past. It's not, not so much right now. I had been caretaker first of people. Right, because the caretaking thing is something I was picking up on. But how long ago was that? Well, um, what's that? Um, it ended in October, actually. Mm. Of just this past October. Okay, yeah. so that's gonna. I'm gonna take that if you don't mind and put that in the last year and a half. Okay. Okay, and so October. When you're telling me October, that's telling me a Venus retrograde. Uh, which is your ruling planet being in retrograde in the opposite sign of Scorpio. So I would imagine actually you're settling or, or you're settling up things. Uh, I, I apologize for the vague <laughs> whatever, like settling up things. What does that mean? The restaurant bill? But, <laughs> but the idea is that you're... You're, uh, it's the best I could do. It, it, you're settling up things. Either you might be finishing affairs or settling up accounts or something like that. So that actually I'm kind of feeling like once you get into June and July, you're a bit freer to pursue the life that you want to be living. I mean, it's not a great way of putting it, like, you know, whatever, but I, I feel like you're going to be more free to pursue the life that you want to live. And so as we actually get to the end part and part of summer, this summer, latter July and August, 
you're asking, are there good things coming? I would say that would that would actually be the period that I would say is, is feeling good and very solid for you. Okay, good. Wonderful. That's wonderful news. And Marie, could yeah. you tell, tell me if there's any message that my guide... Yeah, I actually, I did hear something very intuitive of you, by the way, um, that that caretaking role is so familiar for you that you tend to go back to it. So be really careful not to, you know, no is your new favorite word. It doesn't matter how bad things are for others. I know that doesn't seem very compassionate, but there are other people on the planet who do need to learn about compassion. You just happen not to be one of them. And, And it's time for you to venture out on your own and have fun and play. And, and I just think that there's going to be some potential things that you could do that are caretaking, and I just don't want you to do it. Okay. Okay? No. <laughs> okay. Word is no. No. Yep. No. Nope. 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 Yep. Can't do or, it. Or another idea might be lop off the C-O-M on compassion and follow passion. Oh, love it. Oh, lovely. Yeah, that's beautiful. Very good. Thank you both so much. <laughs> You're, You're welcome. welcome. Have a great day. Bye. So we have Christopher Renstrom in the house today talking to us from Utah. He's an astrologer and the author of Ruling Planet and also the founder of rulingplanet.com, his website, where you can find all kinds of information about yourself and celebrity and world events, which is very exciting. <laughs> and I love people that. in your life. <laughs> and people in your life. That's true. And, you know, one of the features I love, this is how I found you because I was on LifetimeTV.com. And I found you there. I love the way you answer people's questions. You oh, are fabulous. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous. Wonderful. I love that. I love oh, that. I can tell. I can tell. So we'll be right back with Christopher Renstrom. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's new website. It has a whole new look and added features like Chakra of the Month and a live Twitter feed. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article in response to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. Come as you are. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here on a really beautiful Thursday, kind of windy, but gorgeous, beautiful Thursday here in Seattle and blue skies. I had my sunroof open, Eric, when I was driving here, and I hit like every red light pretty much. Mm. And I was already running a little, little late. Alyssa emailed you worried that I, w- right, I right. went over time with my last client. But at, when I got to sit at the lights, I just put my face up so I could get hopefully a tiny little tan while I'm sitting in the car, hoping. 
You, you still got lots of color from Italy. <laughs> I know. I got a lot of color in Italy because all you do is walk outside all day long and mm-hmm. eat gelato and figure out where you're going to eat for dinner, more pasta and lobster and fun stuff like that. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Oh, it was great. <laughs> What'd you say? A life of privation. <laughs> oh, it was just amazing. Have you been to Italy, Christopher? Yes, I absolutely adore it. <laughs> oh, when was the last time you went? Oh, a little while ago. <laughs> yeah, because you needed vacation. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he doesn't want to share totally, but yeah, yeah, I think you and your partner both, you know, two, three weeks yes, in would. Italy. Oh my goodness, don't tempt. <laughs> oh no, I'm going to be, te- I'm going to be tempting you now, even energetically, so that, uh, so that you'll go and have fun. So, Eric, who do we have on the line? Well, right now we're going to talk to Janet calling from Seattle. Hi, Janet. Hello. How are you? Fine, thank you. And and you? Oh, great. Thank you. Great. Do you have a question for Christopher? I do. Um, Christopher, for, um, oh, maybe a dozen years, I haven't been as good physically of making my environment the way it is in my head, you know, where my artistic things show and where there's uh-huh. a nice flow for feng shui or in, anything else a person might want to call it and all. So I'm applying myself now, but I feel ineffective at that. Now, you probably can see that I'm a Sagittarius. I'm certainly an outdoorsy person and yes. only regrettably an indoorsy person. But it's really time to make a difference in my life. So uh, <laughs> give me a clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's let's take a look at all of this. You have a lot of Sagittarius. And uh, right now you have uh, the, the eclipses are triggering um, oh. your sun in Sagittarius. Eclipses are known as astrology's great course rectifiers. Um, They basically, when they uh, fall across your horoscope, they essentially say, you know what, you're going to stop what you're doing right now and you need to be focused over here. Okay. And that kind of sounds like a good idea, except, you know, the stars can sort of be a little overbearing when they decide, okay, now you're going to like move over here. Um, So what you're going to be feeling, and it started last December, and it's going to continue for two years from the last December, is this change in your life direction. Now, when you're talking to me about creativity, uh, the big thing about people who are born under Jupiter, whether you're a Sagittarius or a Pisces, is that there is a difference between the potential that you see in something and its materialization. Uh, What can happen with children of Jupiter is that there's always big ideas. And these ideas are amazing. They're extraordinary. They're brilliant. And they are B-I-G big. Okay. Um, So big that sometimes what can happen is the Sagittarius or the Pisces can be, oh, goodness, how am I going to go about this? And how am I going to make this happen? And, oh, wow. Um, I, I don't know what the plan is sort of thing. And so what's very, very important is for you to mine that potential, for you to realize it. And the best way to do it is by coming up with a plan. Now, nowadays, a plan means like a to-do list and deadlines and things like that. And Sagittarians can be kind of okay with to-do lists and kind of okay with deadlines. But for a Sagittarian, what's really important is the experience. You want the creative experience, and you want to feel very fulfilled and inspired by it. So one of the things that I've seen show up with a Sagittarius, and you actually invoked this idea in your question, is space. Sagittarius is connected to the creature, the centaur, which is half human and half horse, 
and that idea of galloping on a wide range um, with wide open spaces is very, very important to the Sagittarius. Somehow, if you can make your creative space your own, it's almost kind of like sacred space or your own special space where you can go and get involved in your creative process where it is something which is inviting and welcoming to you, something that you really want to get up and visit, you know, first thing in the morning and stay there, then uh, you're going to be able to do the sort of uh, creative work that that you want to do. Um, but it also ha- it kind of has to be the sort of space that you really want to occupy and inhabit. So I think when you're talking about arranging things a certain way, that would make it much better and much more appealing. But my feeling is, I think all you have to do is like have a breakthrough. In other words, to take whatever uh, your interest may be in enterprise or an endeavor or project, to take it from the beginning to the ending stage, all you have to do is really do that once. And then I feel like you would have threaded the needle, that you would actually have gotten something in place that then you can repeat over and over and over again. But sometimes for Sagittarians, it's, it's... you know, that first jump over the hurdle, which is such a such a, a big deal and can sometimes be a very, very real challenge. Mm-hmm. I, I have been a professional gardener for 29 years, and um, last January I chose to be semi-retired. And so I've made many beautiful gardens, and my own garden is quite wonderful. And so it's <laughs> interesting, you're telling me a place I want to go to first thing in the morning, I'm going... I've done that in my garden, my friends' gardens, my my strangers' gardens, you know, and now it's time to treat my inside house like that. So so where do you want to go with all of that, then? What um, would be your vision for yourself? I, I think it so might have to do with peace and simplification. I think when mm-hmm. I have too many things out and about in disorder that um, I feel like they're static in my environment. Uh-huh, uh-huh, like almost like you've lost your bearings, perhaps. It's like, where to start? <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that I, I think that basically, you know, so so is this more about creating something for yourself or ordering something for yourself? Because I'm not. Oh, I, sure I think they're the same. I think it's in my power to do it, and um, and that I just need to do it. But yeah. I was wondering, oh, is is there like something obliterating the obvious? understanding to me and maybe you have an insight of of something which would be a toolkit like okay so you got this this thing that's acting in a negative way for your goals at this time but you have this toolkit that will help you you know christopher i i think and i don't mean to mix words here but i think you're telling her that she can really kind of pick if she would just get allow herself the opportunity to realize that she has a lot of options well first of all i think your toolkit is amazing i think you've got Mm -hmm. The tools, you know. Um, what can sometimes happen here is that because you're born under Jupiter, which is everything is the big thing, there can be an expectation of like the big aha moment or the big realization or the big epiphany. And a lot of times our creativity speaks to us in our life through whispers or through little tugs, you know, on our ear or the way that we can mm-hmm. sort of see things, you know, kind of uh, overlaid on what we're looking at in our life. And I think your tools are very, very much there. And I think it's just a matter of, you know, what direction do you want to go in? I mean, uh, you're at the rudder of your ship here. And I think that, you know, should you decide, okay, I want to go to, I don't know, 
North America or something or Africa. You know, you can you can direct Italy. your vessel. Right, Italy. <laughs> you you can you can direct your vessel to that. So I'm not yeah. really concerned about your tools. I'm I would be a little bit more concerned as to where you want to go and does it feel inspiring? Yeah, because I, as a Sagittarius inspiration is the big deal. I completely agree and I, I think it's just about you getting in that space of recognizing that it's there for you. You just need to choose. And I love what you said, Christopher, about listening to little signs or feelings, you know, that subtle energy that awakens us or aligns us to what's next. And it sounds like you're going to be sitting in your garden figuring that one out. <laughs> That'll be a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- keep us posted because it sounds like a magical time in your life. And thank you so much for calling. Uh, thank you for assisting you. You um, you it, it, you speak wonderfully, Christopher. Yeah. Oh well, thank got, you, Janet. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. He All does. Alrighty, be well. Bye bye. Bye bye. So I was going to ask because you were when you were talking to Marjorie. Um, the, the caller before the last one, you were talking about Jupiter moving into Taurus, correct? Right. Is that the right way to say it too? Jupiter moves yes. into Taurus? Okay, good. Yes, a planet moves into a sign. I know uh, it can get very confusing. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and that's good for everyone, right? Or maybe well, not. It's, 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 <laughs> it's good if it's moving into a sector of your chart that, that sort of grocks it, that uh-huh. gets it, you know. For instance, Jupiter moving into Taurus is going to be good for all the Earth signs, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn, because it's basically going to be bringing the Earth message <laughs> down to Earth, for lack of a better way of putting it. Uh, Jupiter is the planet of uh, good fortune and higher purpose. And so what it does is that it brings uh, good fortune into our lives, but along with that notion of higher purpose. Uh, people who are born under Jupiter need to see that there is a higher purpose to everything that they do. Wow. When it turns retrograde or when it reverses, those are times when doubt comes into your life and when you're challenged. Do you stick with what you began or do you throw up your hands and say, you know, this wasn't meant to be? And so those tests of faith and belief are also very much uh, connected to Jupiter and where it is in the sky. Wow, that, that's amazing. That, well, a lot of pressure for Jupiter people um, to, I mean, I think it's healthy for everyone to be aligned to their highest good, but that is definitely some uh, pressure for them. So, Eric, who do we have on the line now? Now we've got Melissa in Marysville. Hi, Melissa. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Sure, thank you for calling. Well, Melissa, you still there? Hello. Hello. Oh, there you are. So you have a question Sorry for Christopher? That. That's okay. Yes. Yeah. I was just curious what the rest of this year is going to bring for me as far as, you know, uh, luck, love, luck. You know, I just, <laughs> want it. I just want it all. I want new experiences and I want money and, of course, everything that everyone else wants. <laughs> <laughs> you want, being an Aquarius, you want the Oprah Winfrey Super Network. <laughs> understand your question you're asking what the rest of the year will bring in the total package yeah just you know the general total package and i'm gonna have i don't know just yeah okay well let's see um this year believe it or not is a prelude to next year 
which mm. is of the two years the stronger one for you. Um, so this year you're actually just getting a beginning taste of the uh, things to expect. Um, you may be feeling like uh, uh, time is ticking, deadlines are <laughs> looming, um, that you need to be, you know, acting on certain things or, or getting things done right now. And uh, so there might be um, a bit of a, Ooh, you know, where am I going with all of this? And, and I need to be further along with, with these sorts of things, or I need to make some, you know, final decisions, something like that right now. Um, and that's going to, if that makes any sort of sense to you, that's going to kind of increase uh, for the next three months. And um, what is going to be very important for you is to kind of keep a split focus between the big things that you want to accomplish in your life versus the to-do list, uh, which is uh, the, the thing that rules over your day-to-day affairs. What's important is for you to actually kind of focus on that to-do list. Uh, there are things that need to be wound up and taken care of and resolved right now, um, probably things that are a bit on the tedious side or the not-so-interesting side. Um, but the sooner that they're resolved or taken care of, uh, the sooner you don't have to think about them anymore and that you can clean your plate and sort of like open up to the new things that will be coming into your life. Relationships has not been a particularly easy uh, area of life for you. Um, you were born with a Venus retrograde and that can bring its own issues and challenges. Um, but at the same time, what's kind of nice about being born under Aquarius with a Venus retrograde is that relationships actually come to you later on in your life. So you may actually be at a point in your life right now where you can really sort of see how a relationship uh, would work in the way that you would really, really want it to work for you. Uh, but there may be a little bit of an issue of having one foot in the uh, room and one foot outside the room, uh, where there may be a sort of ambivalence, or do you, com- do you commit to this career path, or do you commit to this relationship, or do you commit to this place where you're living, something along those lines. And if that makes any sort of sense to you, then the stars are going to be pressing you to actually make a choice, to make a commitment. And if that makes any sort of sense to you, then I would make a choice or commitment, but I wouldn't worry about it too much. I think the thing with you is that you may feel like choices are make or break. Like if I do it like this, that's it. And actually, I think the stars are trying to show you can make a choice, you can make a decision, you can act and live with it for a while. And then if you want to change it or unmake it, you can actually change it or unmake it. I love that. You're not set for the rest of your life. But what they are inviting you to do is you have to make a choice. You have to Mm -hmm. decide or you have to take action because that's the thing that animates your life. When you don't do that, that's where the feelings of being in limbo or um, betwixt and between, that's where those sorts of things can come in. Mm. So is that helpful for you? Yeah, perfect. I mean, yeah, right down the... Yay, I love right that. Okay, can't and, wait to hear about those choices, and, which ones and you're picking. Do you send any, and do you have a message for me real quick? Oh, are you talking to me? Yes. Well, it's so funny because I didn't know Christopher mm-hmm. was going to say that. And I was just like, oh, could you just choose something? And, and I'm an Aries, so I tend to choose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes not always the best choice, but, you know, I don't like to not make a decision that bothers me. And, and, I, and so I was in your energy going, oh, just... Choose something. 
just walk down a path. That's what I was thinking. And of course, I, I loved what he said, that you're being forced to make a decision. But the great thing is it can be undone. If you don't like it, no big deal, but just choose. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a Thanks. great Have day. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Our next caller is Ann in Kirkland. Hey, Ann. How are you? Hello? Ann in Kirkland. Hello. Hi. Oh, there you are. <laughs> yeah. I had to turn off my radio. Oh, okay. How are you? Good. Okay. Do you have a question for Christopher? Um, Just a generic question. Swana. Or it could be Couturier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he has great... A great I, I appreciation just, I, for language. It's beautiful. Yeah, actually it does. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking to find out, um, kind of like the last person, and I also am an Aquarian, so maybe it's Aquarius Day or yeah, something. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. So, uh, uh, oh, so you, you're kind of asking about the same thing? Well, or? no. I just, um, you know, maybe with work, I started a new... Uh, career, actually I finished the prerequisites for the career, I can't speak career, but um, I got certified in everything, and I'm just wondering uh, what's going to happen, because it's okay. kind of hard to... To get up know. and going. Yeah, it's just, um, well, actually I do take action. I actually okay. don't sit around. I do take action, but I don't know. I kind of intuitively feel like... Right now, it may be more important for me to take care of me and not worry so much about that at this time. Well, do you feel like now that you've gotten certification, and this is kind of a bold way of putting it, so I apologize, but are you feeling like, you know, I went through all this stuff to get my certification and all I got was this dumb (laughs) T-shirt? And it was what? I'm sorry. And all I got was this. Are you feeling sort of like I went through all this stuff to get certification and so what? No, no. I okay. absolutely feel that the pet, the what I chose when I'm doing it, uh-huh. I absolutely love it. Right. Love it, love it, love it. But, but it's, it's the day to day. It takes part a of lot it. of work to mm-hmm. to uh, self promote and all that, and that's right. just not something I love doing. Yeah, I, I, right. I agree with what you're saying, Christopher. It's like the helium came out of her balloon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, which is kind of what I'm looking at when I'm looking at your planets right now. Uh, long story short, uh, you were born with a Mars-Saturn conjunction in Sagittarius. Um, Saturn is one of your ruling planets. The other one is Uranus. But you have a Mars-Saturn conjunction. What that can do in a chart like this is, is Mars is your drive, your passion, and then Saturn can put the brakes on it or put obstacles or, or challenges in front of you. Now, on one hand, because the conjunction is in Sagittarius, which is very much about belief and faith and enthusiasm, you can sort of get philosophical about it, which is like, okay, this is a life lesson or an obstacle. I have to take this on and, and, and things like that. And that can be very good. But when it comes to the day-to-day matters, it can kind of feel very dispiriting. Like, you know, I've worked really hard. I've strived. I've, I've put in this practice. I've, I've been very disciplined. I've been very focused, and, and, you know, I don't want to, like, ruin the party or anything, but why, why do I feel like I'm getting less than what I put into it results? In other words, your results aren't really um, 
balanced with all the effort and the energy that you've put into what you're doing. And moreover, it may feel like it just kind of perpetuates itself, like it just keeps getting more and more along those lines. Like the harder you work, the the more you feel like you're working harder um, <laughs> at what you want, if that makes any sort of sense to you. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I, I What I want to know, I, I think, now that I've listened, is that maybe do you see a shift? Do you yes, see... I do. Yes, I do. I see an absolute shift. Uh, the reason I'm bringing up the Mars-Saturn conjunction is, guess what? It happens to be on the eclipse points, which are rolling through the astrological signs of Gemini and Sagittarius. Now, being an Aquarius, you would be like, what does Gemini or Sagittarius have to do with me? Except for the fact that this conjunction of Mars and Saturn is in Sagittarius. Eclipses are course, are life course rectifiers. Mm. Um, so you will be having these eclipses in June of this year, at December, and June of next year. And these are going to be like your turning points. In fact, you're coming up on one very soon, the June 4th to June 15th period. Uh, your next big turning point is going to be around... Um, oh, I think about December 10th of this year, and then we will again be revisiting that uh, late May, early June period next year, 2012. These are the periods of time that, especially if you're doing something like promotion or social networking or media, you want to be doing it. Why? Because Gemini is all about media. It's all about communication. So this is the time to be getting the word out there. Um I know that it may be a bit like, you know, this is so this and that and the whatever thing. But what's important is that you're educating yourself about making your business happen. You're making your business your business. And so the more that you can educate yourself and get out there and talk to people is good. Like our caller before, what's fascinating is that you were also born under a retrograde Venus. So as an Aquarius, when you have a retrograde Venus, that's a little odd because Aquarius is very social, but Venus is the social planet that's moving backwards. What it adds up to is a kind of awkwardness around socializing and people. It could be a shyness. And we just have a, a minute, Christopher, sure. left too. So just sure. let you know. Um, but, you know, uh, anyway, what I want to say is the, the irony of social networking in, in, in service to your business is that it's actually teaching you to socialize. Mm. And that would be a very, very good thing. Mm. Thank, oh, cool. thank you so much for calling in. I so appreciate it. And really great things are going to happen. That's what I feel. Whatever you're feeling, I think it's the hesitation of, oh, my God, big, big things around the corner. And most of the time we're actually uncomfortable, even though when we've been asking for it, when it starts to come, we get uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, yeah. So just stay your course. I, I love all the advice Christopher gave you about learning more and studying more. I think it's great. Thank you both. Yeah. Have a great Thank day. You. Have a great day. Thank you so much. So, Christopher, people can go to rulingplanet.com. Yes, they can. And uh, it's a subscription-based interactive website. Uh, it's only $1.99 a month. Yeah. 22 for, uh, for $22 for a whole year, you get a month free. Yeah. And uh, what you get is all sorts of things to ask the astrologer, planetary updates, uh, you know, basically astrology, which is pretty much youth-specific in, instead of being generic or, or more generalized. Yeah, it's wonderful. And I just want to thank you so much for coming on the air, taking time out of your busy schedule and oh, hanging absolutely. out with all of us from Utah. <laughs> and good luck on your class coming up and also your time in San Francisco. It's wonderful. Okay. Thank you very much, Marie. Yeah, have a wonderful day. 
Thank you so much. And you're welcome. Bye-bye. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. I'll be back on the air on Tuesday for Boot Camp for the Soul. Until then, joyful blessings. Bye-bye.